You're listening to Podcast BXN, a video game podcast delivering player experience news. Let's go. Let's put on our glasses, our binoculars, and look ahead to the rest of 2023. And welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 173. I am one of your hosts, the perennial dating app swiper from Portland, Oregon, Christian Macias. And I'm joined today, as always, over Discord by Kentucky's number one Spartan and PXN founder, Daniel Prindle, a.k.a. Dan, is DTM. More like spit receiver, Christian. That's what you should have said. I will take a note. <laughs> <laughs> and include this next time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Full disclosure. I do, in fact, have tonsillitis by letting two girls <laughs> spit in my mouth. Worth it? <laughs> of course it was. Absolutely. I'd do it again. No questions asked. No hesitations asked. That other voice who's giggling over there, the president of the Tifa... <laughs> he, the president of the Tifa, Tifa Lockhart fan club. He is a Nintendo aficionado. An artist extraordinaire. My boo. At Roro. Hello, hello. I like to get some tonsillitis up in here as well. <laughs> Dude, I got you. <laughs> I can help you out. Of course, Gage on his daily rotation, not days rotation, nights rotation. I don't know how time works. It works stuff. He'll be back next week. Battlefield, Battlefield's bad boy. Tarkov, tell, tell himself. Gage Nemster, back next week. Thank you to everyone watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Just search Podcast PXN, or you can go to twitch.tv slash podcast PXN. Find us there as well. One piece of housekeeping today. We're introducing a new segment next week. Now, why am I, why am I saying it now? Whatever, who cares? Let's just introduce it now. The TLU timeout starts next week. Uh, we have a mini segment where we take five to ten minutes to discuss the weekly episode of The Last of Us HBO. Yeah. I think we're all watching, so. Watch along with us, discuss with us, type in chat what you thought. Have a good time. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Folks, the topic of the show this week is our video game calendar for 2023. We were going to look ahead at some of the biggest releases and some smaller titles releasing this year of our lore 2023, as well as predict our, the Metacritic scores for most of these games. At the end of the year, we'll claim a winner. Who won last twenty Was it both of you guys? Metacritic. Or open. Okay. Yeah, you said Metacritic in Twitter, so I said Metacritic when I wrote it down. Oh. Wait, I did? Yes, you did. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> last 2022's winner was a tie between Roe and Dan, if I remember correctly. So we'll see who wins this year. Inshallah, not Dan. <laughs> but first, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Transition, transition, transition. Quick bites. Here we go. Bungie creative lead Tom Fansworth has said that the studio is working on a number of unannounced projects with Sony. The studio previously said it plans to bring at least one IP to market by 2025. Uh, Bungie fans get excited. Wonder what, it, It'll probably be some kind of a shooter. Maybe? Right? Who knows? Perhaps, yeah. Very exciting. I love, mm -hmm. I love me some Destiny, but it's exciting to see them branch out and do something else. Yeah. 
And that one that one game has been in development for a while now, so there's been a lot of rumors about it. I'd like to see what that is. When do we get our first look, Dan? Big guess. Who knows? I'm gonna say next year. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm just guessing. Yeah, I thought it's this year as well. So, good guess. Moving on, Dead Space remake Steam pre-orders come with a free copy of Dead Space Two. So, if you're buying the game on Steam and you don't have Dead Space Two, well, then there you go. You get the second one for free. More actiony, less scary, but still just as a a memorable game. So I've heard. Mm. I've never played Dead Space Two. Mm, what? What? I know. You always forget. Yeah, yeah no, I know. No. I have it in my library. I just have never played it. I definitely recommend you play it. There's, there's <laughs> one like really cool moment that like. Yeah, I know that you spoiled for me. I remember. Did I? <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. oh yeah. Did I spoil? I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. I apologize. Never look it down. Mm-hmm. Too late. Too late, Dan. Too late. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> Moving on. The Last of Us HBO reviews are widely positive. Let's go, Craig Mazin in his bag. The Rotten Tomatoes score at the time of writing this morning is currently, was currently, was at 97%. Extremely high. So let's go ahead and read some quotes, some little snippets from these review. Variety calls they show a promising moving zombie saga stating what works about the last of us works well enough that one sees the near future in which the show winds up among television's best digital spy calls it the first contender for best show of the year adding that the show makes changes to the game's narrative but claiming while diehard purists might balk at some of these changes that silence you can hear is us not caring because this show will transcend all that one more in a five-star review, Empire calls it comfortably the best adaptation of a video game ever made, declaring it a superb example of how to make an adaptation work, how to retain the elements of what worked while having the confidence to explore bold new avenues, to expand the universe, to make a thing that stands on its own two feet. And I mean, it goes on and on and on. People were lauding this game, or this game, this show, uh, when reviews were dropping yesterday or two days ago. So, be stoked. That's awesome. I was watching, and I think Christian, you were too, uh, a little bit of the Golden Globes yesterday. It'd be so cool if like a video game adaptation gets into those ranks. That's like that this, the Last of Us TV show is so good that they they get a nomination there. It's like that's that'll be pretty cool because of how 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 well this is being received. Like it's it's possible, it's possible. You know what? I'm excited for season two of this so that they can fix the <laughs> mistakes of the game. Wow. (laughs) We lost Christian. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Hey, it's true. It's true. It's not. (laughs) Reorder it. For the love of God. All right. (laughs) Let's move on. Speaking of Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog says revealing past games too early hurt the studio. So they're no longer doing that. And last week, we ta- I talked about how I'm expecting two Naughty Dog announcements this year. I mean, one of them being more another look at uh, Last of Us Factions, the other one being new IP. Will that happen? Don't know anymore. But if it doesn't happen, that's okay, because it would lead to less crunch, and I am okay with that. Yes. Indeed. We don't get a lot of uh, 
those Fallout 4 announcements where it's like, here's the game, a couple months, here it is. I don't know how, how bad the development or how good the development cycle on that was. I don't know if like the employees were treated well or not, but it'll be nice to get like when they're ready to announce it, games soon far, uh, not too far behind. I like those kinds of announcements, but uh, yeah, as long as the work, work, work culture is getting better, that's, that's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. If only this news Absolutely. had come a, a week earlier, Christian, you could have <laughs> modified that prediction. I know, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, we're going to talk about a game that was announced too early, a little bit later on. Uh, but before that, uh, in in things that only Christian cares about, update number thirty-seven uh, today. Churches uh, was playing a concert in Tokyo. Before that, they went to go visit Kojima Productions, and they got reskinned. So they're Actually, I don't know if they were scanning for the first game, but they're scanned again at Kojima's new studio. So churches may be showing up in Death Stranding too. Very cool. They had music for in the first game. Maybe they'll be. Maybe they'll do another song for the second game. Who knows? A live concert. I would watch. I would watch this. God, I wish I could remember what Dan said about. Don't click this. Let's run over. Let's run over something. Or what was it? Oh. <laughs> Let's run over some street meat. Something I clicked. Like I clicked the thing that says "Don't click this." Oh my goodness! You shouldn't have clicked it. You I shouldn't have clicked it. Bro, are you gonna click it? <laughs> now I should, now I gotta click. Yeah, gotta I actually haven't clicked it yet. That's yeah. just this is that's just for us, not for the audience. <laughs> I love Dan's reaction to it. It was great. Uh, <laughs> let's run over to some street meat. Something like that. Uh, first item. A new first-party Sony shooter has seemingly leaked. This is a sci-fi... Stop laughing. This is a sci-fi RPG from XDev and maybe in Unreal Engine 5. Uh, I'm translating the tweet from Supernova's TV. Here's a leak of an early first-party from Sony. This is a sci-fi RPG, probably made in UE5. Studio would be XDev, and more leaks will appear this year. People are dubbing the game Gears of Effect. (laughs) It really does. It, it, that's what my first vibe was, was uh, Gears of War saying this. It looks interesting. <laughs> Large monsters there. Yeah, I mean, it's a very short looping video. It's like five yeah. seconds long. <laughs> yeah. God, is that the, what is that eye in the sky called? Isn't there, isn't there like a specific name for that? Isn't that like in Lord of the Rings? Eye of that's, Sauron. Yeah, that's what it looks like it's happening right now. Yeah. Is it just me? I mean, this, this looks does. way bigger than Sauron, but it, yeah, it's certainly something. My God. A lot of similarities, you're right, Dan, to like Gears. Even 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 the color palette, a lot of like grays and browns. It looks like a PS3 era kind of game. Um, obviously, the models look a little bit weird here, but it's because the, the game really? obviously, obviously isn't finalized. It's very early on. Yeah. We know this. We should know this. Um, very interested. I know Sony has been wanting to get more into the shooter space. There's the um, other studio with jade raymond haven yeah haven yeah they're, they're doing i think an fps well, i mean we don't know but yeah we might see some more shooters from sony mm-hmm. inshallah they are good and that is one of their areas that they're weak in so that's great great that they're investing in that yeah i mean my my belief was always like do they really need that i guess like Third parties seems to fill that up pretty well. You know, Call of Duty, your Battlefields, etc. But if they want to explore that, I mean, expand the portfolio, then that's that's cool too. Sure. Moving on, some more street meat. This rumor, uh, 
it feels like I'm reading it like uh, in media res. Like I don't know if there was like a previous tweet, but here we go. Anyway, from Insider Gaming. The Ubisoft Star Wars game will boast a fully open, seamless universe akin to that found in No Man's Sky. In the game, players will be able to jump between systems, immersing themselves in a vast galaxy, bursting at the seams with activities. The game sounds crazy if this is true, makes me both super excited and a bit worried that if the game is this big, maybe it'll get rushed out like many other similar games with poor launches, and I really hope that's not the case. It seems like we might be getting a Ubisoft open world RPG a la Starfield a la any other insert Ubisoft game. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I trust Ubisoft with this like this type of game. Like Bethesda is a, a, a they've made some banger <laughs> games and I feel like I trust Bethesda to make Starfield pretty good and No Man's Sky is obviously indie so I, I don't know if I trust Ubisoft to do this until I see it like and see like what I don't know what's going to make this game unique other than you know go to this planet to capture the tower I don't know <laughs> classic Ubisoft formula people like uh, Valhalla that's a pretty big RPG it's fair but not planets you know unlimited planets i don't know yeah this seems like a i mean this seems like a pretty big scale like everything that i'm reading sounds awesome then i rem- then it's there's the fact that ubisoft is the one developing that it and that's when i get a little bit <laughs> a little bit scared mm-hmm. and maybe maybe i shouldn't but at, at the same time the history that ubisoft has cultivated the last couple of years doesn't give us the best track record at this time to for me to have full faith in this just yet but at the same time no man's sky was able to pull off something of that kind of scale and like you said and they're like a, a lot smaller team yeah. ubisoft should be able to handle something like this and make something good but it's are they willing to take the time and put the money and the resources and in, into it and make it good or are they going to rush it out like christian suggested that they that they could do i mean will it even come out uh, we, right. <laughs> we kind of have to put a thumbtack in this one because there's a story uh, here that i want to introduce in just a little bit and we actually, we're going to shift. We're going we're gonna, to, here we go. We'll go into the news of the week. We'll do this one first. Ubisoft announces it has delayed Skull and Bones for the sixth time and has also canceled three unannounced games. Let's hold off on Skull and Bones here for a second. Insane, by the way. Um, do we think this rumored Star Wars game could be one of the unannounced games? Personally, I don't think so. I think when you're dealing with an IP that's this big, I think that's probably probably on the way because star wars sells it'll probably be a money maker for ubisoft um but rose question is a big one can they pull it off and people are really hesitant with ubisoft like those games have not been selling they've been doing pretty poorly these past few years uh and their games haven't been rating that well so who who knows man and this story is one of the reasons why i just said that i don't (laughs) trust ubisoft because it's just like they've had so many troubled issues lately and like they haven't until recently they haven't really listened to like what fans want like there were fans <laughs> screaming for a new splinter cell for years like yeah. we we're literally 10 years from the last splinter cell game and we never got it until you know just last year and yeah so i i don't know if uh i, I don't know it's only we can only get what we can get out of skull and bones from the people that have played it and from you know People that have talked about it, it hasn't been shaping up too well. If only we had an insider that has played it, um, but mm-hmm. we don't have that. Um, so yeah, 
I and I believe like the article or, or if I read somewhere else that Ubisoft is planning to like shift to their their big brands kind of focus on their big brands, quote unquote, like Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed and uh, I guess at Far Cry, I guess. I, I, I don't know. But like you were saying, Dan, like it like we've been asking for those things for so long and the name alone isn't going to carry it anymore. I don't think the games need to be good. Like a Splinter Cell Match 3 game is going to be useless just because the name is there. The game has to be good. So if they're going to make a Splinter Cell, they're going to focus on these these brands that the games need to be <laughs> need to be good. And it was really sad to hear that the uh, Mario game didn't sell the way that they were expecting it to. Apparently, they're pretty disappointed by that too. And I don't know if you guys saw that... Uh, that email or that headline about these email about 2023. Um, but I'm just going to read it from a tweet here real quick. A terrible Thank 2022 you. Ubisoft use game on tell staff. The next year is crucial telling them in an email that quote, the ball is in your court end quote to deliver on time and on budget quote today, more than ever, I need your full energy and commitment to ensure we get back on the path to success as if it was their end quote, as if it was their fault that right you guys are you guys are telling them to my knowledge you guys are telling them to make x defiant and tom's clancy 3176 the battle royale that looks like everything else like these people probably want to make beyond good and evil they want to make mm. splinter cell and spend the time on those games but you guys think that we the gamers want something that we don't they just kind of seem all over the place with uh the uh the general landscape of where gamers are and kind of yeah. a, little, well, a little too far behind on the trends. And you like, can, well, you can even... Oh, so, Dan, please. Uh, I was just going to say, like, their resource management has been, in my opinion, not very good either because, like, granted, some of the Assassin's Creed stuff looked really cool and I'm very excited for yeah. it, but there's literally, like, 12 Assassin's Creed games in development right now. Right. Like, I don't know if God that's necessary. <laughs> Yeah, I hate that you said what I was gonna say. Yeah, the the thing. <laughs> oh, sorry. My, my, no, my thing. No, my thing is exactly the, uh, just to reiterate your point. Yeah, like think about, think about like what people want. Like as Rose said, like, hey, we just want like a normal, like back to basics, straight up, just like a story driven Assassin's Creed game. Go back to what we what we liked about this franchise. I'm like, okay, we'll give you that. We're also gonna give you like four or five other Assassin's Creed stuff. Like at the same time, it's like, well, you're doing too much too quick. It's the it's the <laughs> I'm not gonna bring this up. Whatever. It's the MCU uh, Disney Plus problem, where like you're gonna get franchise fatigue very fast. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, on top of like all the other things that you're working on, like that just end up getting canceled, like X Defiant. It's, it's uh, I'm sorry, but the blame is on ease for like just poor project management, and it starts at the top. So anyway, yeah. Even if they put out all these games, at like. It is. It is the management. Like, say all these games are fantastic. You're you're you just end up committing, uh, not committing, uh, competing with yourself at a at a certain point, right? Like, if you're just, even if you're making amazing games over and over and over again, but you're releasing all these crowded around each other, then like, what's the point of that too? So you take your time a little bit with the uh, the Assassin's Creed stuff and the Far Cries and all that kind of stuff because we do want it, but too too much too fast is not is not good either. Yeah. And, like, the weirdest thing for me, too, is that, like, I think a lot of people are kind of clamoring for less games. And by that, I'm less game time, I should say. As, like, 
longer does not mean better. When I hear like a game has like X amount of hours or X amount of lines in a game, like that doesn't excite me because I, I, I'm an adult. I have things to do outside of gaming. I have other things I want to check out. Um, and again, Assassin's Creed, like the story driven game seems to like at least understand that. But then we have a Star Wars project that is like leaked and it's going to be to the scope of No Man's Sky, which No Man's Sky's scope is the universe. It's endless. It's precisely generated. So not to say that this game will be, but it sounds like it's going to be huge as well. Like, yeah, granted, it's in the Star Wars universe, but like you don't want to fatigue yourself like right off the bat. You just want to make sure my main thing is quality control and Ubisoft just it seems like that that that's what they struggle with the most. Quality over quantity. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. And speaking of quality control, here we have Skull and Bones delayed <laughs> for the sixth time. It was supposed to come out this year, and now it's looking like next year. If if it even comes out at all. Maybe it won't. Ever. Would we be okay with that? I would. Yeah. I also would. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I wonder if like Ubisoft is trying to go for two records. They, they beat one with uh, Beyond Good and Evil with the... Uh, <laughs> The most, what was it? The most delayed game, right? Yeah, for that one. Longest I guess in development. Maybe the, yeah. Longest in development, right? I, I was gonna say like this one. Maybe they're trying to go for the most, most times delayed or something. <laughs> but this one's like, oh my goodness, insane. Just, I don't know if anybody, like you said, Christian. I don't know if anybody's clamoring for this one too much that we would be upset about it being canceled. Like this is the one that you can cancel if you want to. Gage is excited about this one. He told me. Right. True. He is. <laughs> yeah, that's I, what he said. I, I need to talk to cancel Gage. everything. <laughs> Should we look into some more positive stuff? Some exciting sure. stuff? Yeah. Let's switch it up. Announced today. Confirmed this morning. Xbox and Bethesda will present a developer underscore direct, a DD, on Wednesday, January 25th. Here's a snippet from the uh, Xbox Wire. No, what is it called? Uh, from yeah. the Xbox blog. Xbox Wire, yeah. Presented by the game creators themselves, Brad. From studios including Arcane Austin, hey, I was just there, uh, Mojang Studios, Turn 10 Studios, and ZeniMax Online Studios, the Developer Direct will focus on big features, extended gameplay showcases, and the latest info for Xbox games launching in the next few months, including the Elder Scrolls Online. Enough. Just kidding. Forza Motorsport. Let's go. Minecraft Legends and, Gage, Redfall. Uh, further, to dedicate the proper amount of time for a deep dive into Bethesda Game Studios is Starfield, a standalone show is in the works. And this is I actually really enjoy that they decided to announce, hey, we have a Starfield-centered show on the way, so don't worry, which I, I think is, is cool for them to be transparent on that front. Um, Dan, how are we feeling about uh, the slate of Xbox in 2023 now that we know we're going to get a deeper dive at, into a look at these? And will we see anything else at the Developer Direct? Yeah, I think this is a great start. Um, I don't think we see anything else because I, I, I think they're setting expectations here. Like this is going to be like a, sure. a, a Nintendo Direct type thing. This isn't going to be a big, you know, E3 type level event. So, yeah, I think we're just going to get a nice look at these four games. And um, I'm very excited that uh, you said as well that Starfield's getting its own standalone show because we we've really only got that little glimpse of it at E3. Let, well, not E3, but, you know, you know what I mean? Last year. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I want to see more from that game and a, a nice deep dive into that, like a Nintendo Direct that's focused on, you know, Mario or whatever. 
this will be focused on Starfield. So that's really cool. Um, and also our first look at uh, Forza, Forza Motorsport in this direct because we haven't seen really anything from that yet. So interested to see what turn 10's got up their sleeves there. But yeah, Elder Scrolls Online never dies. It just keeps going. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Here's my, here's my random prediction. Here we go. Team Cherry out of nowhere. Oh, oh remember Silk Song? It's on Game Pass and no. it's coming out before April. And Christian was right. They listen to PXN. There you go. Hell yeah. That would be pretty cool though. Uh, and Redfall, like we we got to see more from Redfall. We haven't seen a whole lot of that as well, um, which that studio has done some great stuff. So I'm very excited to see what Redfall turns into. And I know Gage's as well. <laughs> which reminds me i need to write down redfall on topic of the show somewhere because I, apparently i forgot about it sorry Whoa, Gage. wow oh my gosh redfall. i'm sorry it wasn't in the game informer thing that's fair that's fair Damn redfall is definitely something i'm i'm excited to uh to see more of as well the other ones uh not so much but i but i really appreciate them like um setting the tone like saying like okay starfield's not going to be here don't be disappointed when you starfield's not here but get excited for what it is because we're going to be talking about it later i think that's really cool and i and i and i hope they do do more of these even though not all of the things on this list are my cup of tea um xbox can definitely benefit from doing more of these smaller nintendo directs kind of letting everybody know hey we, we do got some games coming um I think that that uh, that would be helpful for their marketing team and all that kind of stuff and building up some hype for uh, that ecosystem of of games because it's it's a big meme now, but I, I people were not super pleased with the amount of games that came out last year for mm. for Xbox. Um, and there's a lot of things that that come into play with that, but they definitely need to I think need to step it up a little bit more. And I think this is a good first step in showing that, yeah, we're making games. Don't worry. Yeah. And I even I, further. I, oh, sorry. People were upset uh, from their lack of presence at the Game Awards. Uh, and right. here we are exactly. just weeks yeah. later with the immediate response of like, hey, we have a developer direct, uh, which is, like, by the way, like, that's like, they, is this the name that they're going to go forward with? Like, PlayStation has their showcase, Nintendo has the direct, and now Xbox has their developer underscore direct. So it seems like they might be doing more of these as time moves forward and as they settle into their acquisition of uh, Bethesda, and then eventually, if it goes through. Activision Blizzard to have these kinds of, of, you know, quarterly or not even quarterly, but like, you know, once or a couple throughout the year, some, some bigger, some smaller, uh, to have more of a presence online and look at the future and the slate of, of what they got going on. So that's, that's a big plus. Just on the back of what you were saying, Ro, in terms of the exclusives for Xbox this year, I think that this is only going to be, you know, mainly games that are coming the first half of the year. Like, I feel like there's still some stuff we we don't have release dates for, like Hellblade that could come out in the mm -hmm. fall, and like maybe some more surprises as well. That like they're obviously going to have stuff in the summer where E3 yeah. would normally be. So like, yeah, and yeah. and if they could do shows like this for those for around those times, I think that would be awesome. Like yeah, yeah, I think that's great. Cool. All right, lads. Mosey on and over. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I got to turn around here on, on the dock here. Fantasy draft check-in. Oh, turn around? Okay. Nope. Yeah, keep turning around. Keep spinning. And then get up, keep walking, don't come back. <laughs> Fantasy draft check-in. Next week, lads, we are going to be doing our yes. fantasy draft for 2023. Uh, 
I need to get on creating um, creating our group for. Uh, hopefully, I can just like transfer over the the thing. And if you have any changes, we'll we'll talk about that, and then we'll go over the rules and whatnot next week when Gage returns. Otherwise, let's move on over into what you got for me. And Daniel, what have you been up to? Yeah, past week. Yes, yes, yes. I've been playing more Vampire Survivors. Uh, it gets it's a lot harder as you go along, but like it's easier at the same time because you're getting like more unlocks and stuff. But like, yeah, I'm on the third level, and uh, so I unlocked the character. I forget the character's name, but I finally unlocked the character that you get to start with the garlic, uh, which does like yeah, the old dude. Yeah, that's and like that's imperative i feel like like you need that guy especially early on like to take a, take care of the little guys to kind of build yourself up quicker because like i kept hitting the wall where i was like getting to like 11 minutes in and i'm just getting like swarmed and i barely have any weapons because i didn't you know stack quick enough so uh still learning the ins and outs of that but having a lot of fun with that game uh still um, I also picked back up a little bit more of High on Life, which I only got another maybe couple hours more into it. Um, hopefully, I'm going to have that beat soon. I'm still very much enjoying it. Uh, I definitely don't think this game is for everyone. Uh, just playing it, I, I think if this comedy doesn't like fit your uh, style, you're not going to... The, the gameplay isn't going to like, you know, turn heads and be like, oh my god, I got to go play this game. Like the, the best part of it is like the humor and you know mixing of the um of the humor into the story and what's going on in the gameplay as well uh to an extent um but yeah i'm still having a lot of fun with it it's it's good stuff so good game pass game all right man you okay so real, real quick dan you gotten more into uh, weapon combinations for vampire survivors yeah what do you mean by that? Okay, so he didn't listen to, to what I asked, uh, said last week. <laughs> I Very forget. Cool. Ro, what you been up to? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my brain. I, uh, I I haven't played any games, but I did watch uh, the near Automata Automata. How, how Automata, he said. Automata. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's, uh, is it, it? It's Automata. Automata. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you think about this first episode. I liked. I have. So I've. I've said it. I think I've said it before on the podcast. I definitely told you, Christian, but I have not beaten uh, near before. Um, But I've played the opening hours of near so many times because I've been trying to beat it so many times. So I know the opening just pretty pretty well. So (laughs) when I watched the first episode, I was like, "Wow, this is just the the opening." opening of of near and it's done so well like the shots are just pulled right out of the video that could be bad depending on who you ask but i i it's like just just how certain shots were uh done i was like this is so cool i i love seeing this animated like this even though it's animated in a video game but i'm excited to see where it continues um again not a video game but it's really cool to uh to to watch it and i, I do want to go back and uh and play it now just like Cyberpunk Edge Runners, I feel like this is going to be another one of those situations where I I, I either start the anime and play, finish the game, or finish the anime and pick up the game afterwards. Um, but yeah, that's the power of anime for you. Near Automata is one of the best games ever made, and bro, yes. there's really only three endings that you have to worry about: um, ending A, ending B, and then there's like three branches. 
for like uh, one of the like the playthroughs. Um, and there's one that is like what I would say the best one or like the most important one. So there's really only three endings that you have to worry about, and uh, it's great. I think once you get to that that third playthrough. It just sounds like you're playing the same game over and over again. You're not. It's 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 different. It's uh, I'm trying to be big here. Uh, it's fucking great. I think you would you would you would love it. So uh, what what did you say the endings were? A. Well, A and B. A and B. Okay. And those are those are pretty standard to follow. And then C, D, E are the like the different options for like the final playthrough. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, again, I had to be vague here, but uh, yeah. <laughs> It is. It is very surprising. I think you would really love it. So I think I would too. I just have to. Mm-hmm. Just have to go for it. Legit, one of the goats of the last generation. Is it my turn? When yeah, I went up to for us. Yeah. Uh, whole lot of nothing. Uh, I was away, uh, hanging out with friends. Ping pong. A lot of ping pong. Uh, more Mario Party with the lads. A lot of beer drinking. Uh, Continue to modding a set of Corsa on my PC. Which is great. So much fun for me to just vibe out and ri- like just drive around Tokyo some more and Mulholland Drive, whatever. Just weaving through traffic. Uh, and then I've been playing something that I, I won't talk about because I may do it for a future project. So you don't get to hear what I'm doing. But it's been great. It's been a lot of fun for me. A lot of iPad dirtying, cleaning. Oh god. Oh anyway. god. <laughs> is that we're talking of the show? I think it is. Okay. <laughs> Topic of the show, the video game calendar for 2023. We're going to go over the biggest video games releasing this year. We'll also be predicting the Metacritic scores, and I counted. We have 28 games we're going to be predicting and going along with you. Uh, And then we have a list of honorable mentions at the bottom. These are games we are not going to uh, predict. We still want to mention uh, a lot of these games because they're smaller games, and we think they're also worth pointing out. Tell me, Dan. I just, I just got to point this out, Christian. I did not <laughs> say Metacritic on Twitter. I didn't say anything at all, actually. You said Open Critic, then. I, I double-checked it. There's nothing What did there. you say? I didn't nah, say either. Yeah. Nah, neither of there. What did I you also, say? Oh, I just want to shout out Kurik and Cam Final Mix in the chat for, for stopping by. Thank you. Thank what you. the fuck is Cam doing here? You should be playing Citizen Sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> or going to bed or something. Thank oh, you. thank you, Kim. Kurik actually switched to the YouTube chat because we were oh. disregarding the Twitch chat. I apologize, Kurik. Exactly. We've got we got Cam in the Twitch <laughs> chat now, and you're in the YouTube chat. It's mm. fine. Oh, it's fine. I wonder who was in charge of chat. I, I don't know. It wasn't me. That's I mean, true. It was not me. me. But you know, me. <laughs> it could be the man who has two screens or one screen, but two, you know, halves. And I wasn't paying okay. attention. That's my fault. I need to find a better way to keep track of that. I know. <laughs> Let's Cam get says it. he's doing both, by the way, Christian. He's playing and listening. Oh, uh, <laughs> you should be so thankful. Anyway. Yeah, I should be thankful. Yeah. Oops. Oh oops. <laughs> Actually, I, I need to DM Cam about something related to a certain Rose Engine game. Anyway. Mm. Oh, I thought mm. it was in regards to dirtying iPads. Oh, God. Nope. I will never post about that publicly online. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> January. Let's 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 get into it. January. We got two big games releasing this month. One coming out very soon. We got a trailer for it today. This is Motives Dead Space remake coming out January twenty seventh. Dan is super excited about this. I figured for our our critic predictions, meta or open, 
we will do snake. So Dan row me, then me row Dan for we progress. Daniel, you excited for Dead Space? And what is your critic prediction for it? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I I was the one yelling at you, Christian, because you're saying you're gonna skip it, and I just can't believe you're gonna skip Dead Space. You know what? This is a perfect opportunity, actually, Christian. You could buy Dead Space, get Dead Space Two for free, and then play Dead Space mm-hmm. Two. Boom. Well, again, you don't listen to me. You I already own it. At the beginning I, of the show. I, I know. I'm speaking to the audience, Christian, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. also speaking to you and saying you need to play it. But anyways. Uh, Dead Space remake. I'm gonna say, are we doing Metacritic or Open Critic? I wrote down Metacritic on my document. Let's just do Metacritic. Okay, nine out of ten. That mm. is not how Metacritic works, but okay. What do you <laughs> <Store>. mean? <laughs> Isn't it the same as Open Critic, like percentage? Like yeah, it's out of hundred. Oh, yeah. ninety. There we go. Okay. Ninety. Thank you. Thank <laughs> there you. you go. Sorry. <laughs> Or how are we feeling? Um, I'm saying, and we're going to end up doing it the same way when we count scores, like whoever's closest to the to the number, or sure. whoever's over or something. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say eighty-seven is my score. Mm. I'm mm. not a huge horror game guy, but uh, so I probably won't play it. But I know from Dan and the internet how excited people are by this and how impressed they were by some of the stuff that EA has shown so far. But I think this is going to be good. I don't think it's going to hit the same way Callisto did, which is good. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited. Don't ever game. speak about that game to me ever again. <laughs> uh, the reason why I'm skipping Dead Space Remake is because 2023 is the year of enjoying ourselves and playing what we want to play. You know what I mean? So I'm just going to vibe out this year. Hence why I've been playing a set of Corsa so damn often. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> I do care about Dead Space, however, so I will eventually buy it. But I don't think it's worth me having to be part of the discourse at the beginning of the year and paying $70 for it. I am perfectly okay with waiting until close to the end of the year where I can kind of have a comfy, spooky game around October where I can pick it up on sale and enjoy it that, at that time. Uh, so I am sitting at an 89. Uh, I think people are really going to love it, but I think there might be a few who are like, you know, is it worth picking up? Like, it's still just the same. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. If you might drag it down just a little bit. 89. Let's move on over. A week later, we have Ooh. Season A Letter to the Future releasing yes. January 31st. And I am very excited about this game. I've talked about it with, like, Solar Punk stuff. I think it's going to be a very eco-forward kind of game, even though it's a little bit dystopian. But I, 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 I digress. Uh, hard for me to predict this one. Uh, I think it's going to be sitting pretty high, but not that high, at around an 86. Nice. Um, Christian, did you play the uh, the demo for it? Steam Next Fest? Or I downloaded online? it, and then, then I decided to wait. Okay. Good idea. I think that's a good idea, if, especially if you're already excited for it. But I do think... I'm excited for it, but I do think some people might be surprised about the type of game that mm-hmm. it is and that might bring it down but from for the reviewer aspect i think it'll get some good reviews so i'm saying i think low 80s like 83 for me so sure. i think uh yeah i think i'm gonna split the difference because i'm, I'm split on this game so i'm gonna split <laughs> the difference and say 85 
playing the game. We'd love to see it. <laughs> here's a here's a divisive one, uh, and one we've been kind of debating on how to cover this game on the podcast. But still, it is a very it's. I mean, this game is like setting records for pre-orders, so we have to discuss it to some capacity. We're moving on over into February. This is Hogwarts Legacy coming out February tenth. Slytherins, where are you at, Daniel? Where are you at with Hogwarts Legacy? Well, I'm definitely not a Slytherin Christian. Uh, I don't know what that means. I'm kidding. I know what that means. I don't like Harry Potter, though. Uh, so Hogwarts Legacy, I'm going to say it, I think it's going to be divisive in terms. Obviously, it's divisive in terms of its development, but I think it's going to be divisive in terms of its actual final quality. So I'm going to say a 73 out of wow that's lower than i anticipated yeah yeah i learned from our last ones when i was giving way too high of scores we did do that you're right thank you for the reminder yeah <laughs> oh kurik oh, says hogwarts 100 percent. he's all 100 percent. the world's in. first 100 <laughs> wow oh man i i'm kind of not worried about the game because i'm, I'm not a huge harry potter person either but I'm I'm curious if it's going to be reviewed solely on the game, or there's going to be like a whole debacle about it being a Harry Potter game, J J K Rowling and all that kind of stuff, and it getting maybe l less points for just that alone, like for the game even existing. But uh, I hope reviewers will able will be able to separate that, whether it's correct or incorrect, wherever you fall on that that wagon. So. I think I'm more with Dan, though. I think it's going to get like a, I think high 70s for me, maybe 77, mm. 77. Because I do think there, there might be a, a side of the conversation that, not that you should, but like can't separate the two and just well, can't review it as a game by itself. And it's kind of hard to do that when it's a Harry Potter game, but yeah. Well, I think you're going gonna to have to. You can bring that up in conversation, but like, yeah. should that affect the final score? I don't think I, it should. I don't know. Like yeah. that's a, that's you know for exactly, the critic yeah. to 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 decide. But I think going to be seeing that a lot online when that game comes out. But in terms yeah. of like actual critic scores, uh, I think you're going to see a lot of praise for the world building that game is doing. Like it is like very much. Um, I've seen some videos and it looks like wow they actually are bringing the world of Hogwarts to life and it's it's kind of impressive how deep they are going with like the lore and the and mm. the exploration, uh, the combat and kind of. Um, like, I don't know how much, like, mission structure is going to work. That, that might be where it's getting dinged a little bit. But I think, for the most part, people might be a little bit surprised of how, how impressive it is to a certain extent. Um, I am sitting at a 79 for me. I don't think... Ro, did you say yours? I think I said 77 or 77. 77, thank you. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Keeping us honest. <laughs> Uh, February, a lot of games here. We're going to move on over, over to Like a Dragon Ishin. This is a spin-off game in the Like a Dragon series that I am really excited about. Dan is probably not. Ro, I don't know if you're into the Like a Dragon series, but I'm going to make you guys guess anyway. <laughs> is it... Who's first? Isn't it Christian? Daniel is. Oh, Isn't he? Daniel's first. I thought it was... No, you. it's me. I'm yeah. sorry. It is me. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, forgive me. Uh, 88. 88. Mm. Things can get some great reviews. Like a dragon games. All great. 
Glenn's freaking out about Hogwarts Legacy in the chat. For all you suckers, I got it pre-ordered. I get to play 72 <laughs> hours early, he says. Damn. Yeah. Three days early. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Not bad at all. Um, I'm not a like a dragon fan. I want to be so bad though. I've tried so many times. I need I want to get into this franchise so bad. Um, I'm with you, Christian. I think this is gonna be a a well received game for sure. I'm going with uh 91 for me. Oh wow. Wow, that is high. Yes. I think people are gonna really like it. Isn't this a, the is this the remake one? Or is this a new one? Yeah. This is the new one. Mm-hmm. Okay. The remake of the remake of the uh the older game. Okay, that's, so that, yeah. that's now localized Sorry. in the West. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to talk out of my butt right now on this game and say that this Perfectly game fine. is going to be incredibly okay. It'll be 82. 82. You want it there? Yeah. So Dan's on to something there because it is, you know, an older game. So they could hold it back to some extent, depending on how they, they handle this remake. So I can see it. I can see it. You know what else you can see? Games in virtual reality with the release of PlayStation mm. VR 2 coming out at the end of February. You know what releases for that? <laughs> Horizon Call of the Mountain 2.22.222.23. A uh, lot riding on this game. A lot riding on this hardware. Will Horizon be enough uh, to sell some units? I don't think so. But let's discuss the game itself. Will this game be justifiable for PSVR 2? This is such a hard one, too, because it's like we haven't really seen a whole hot heck of a lot from this game. And man, for how soon it's coming out, I, I just I, I just don't know. I don't know what we're going to get. Everything we've seen, I feel like has looked cool, but I'm going to say I'm going to say a 78. Hmm. 78 from Daniel. Oh, I was thinking uh, mid seventies too. Um, I'm gonna go seventy five for myself. I think people are gonna be surprised at the quality. Uh, this I think it's Fire Sprite is doing mm -hmm. on Horizon. I think the kind of main criticisms this game is gonna have is that maybe it's not worth spending a whole lot on the hardware to justify uh, an experience like this. And I also don't know if this experience is going to be even that long. Um, but still, I think it's going to be a quality experience and, and, and well enough to give it decent score. So I'm sitting at low 80s for 83. Respectable. Mm -hmm. uh, I added this one for Gage, Sons of the Forest, which I, I know nothing about. I know nothing about the forest. I know nothing. I know this was delayed out of 2022. Into 23. Um, so I'm talking on my ass here. And this is the one where I'm going to just say, screw it, 78. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, hmm. I, I feel like people really like the forest. Mm -hmm. They do. But, uh, yeah. And I, and I, Gage has obviously been super excited for the sequel. I, I'm also on the same boat. I, I know nothing about this. <laughs> this game um but based on gage's reaction and based on the community who's super excited for it i'm gonna say 82 for sons of the forest this guy this guy 
I'm thinking this game has gotten a lot of hype, especially lately. There's been some new previews that we've gotten to look at um, further, and uh, a lot of people are saying that this game could like legitimately change the survival genre uh, mm. with some of the things it's doing. So I am going to say this game is going to get an 88. I feel Ooh. like it's going to do a lot better than uh, what people think and uh, probably even better than the first game. Um, so, yeah. Very interesting. Maybe I should have done my research and seen what the forest was at, but I didn't. I didn't have time. I was too busy squatting. Forgive me. You actually nailed the, the score. <laughs> like 78 is what uh, I think the forest is on Metacritic right now. Like exactly. Get out of town. Get out of town, dude. <laughs> I got that intuition. Final two games for February. We got Octopath Traveler 2, which I think I took out of nope. our predictions. But nope. I'm mentioning it because none of us <laughs> picked Octopath Traveler. I uh, forgive me. So yeah, th there you have it. I, I goofed. Let's move on over into Destiny 2 Lightfall. I think it's the final expansion for Destiny 2, and that is releasing. There's one, one more, more after, after this. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Thank you. Keep me honest. And this releases February 24th. And I think this is going to get uh, a critic score as well because it's a it's a big it's a really big expansion. It changes the game a little bit. So I think Dan is up for his prediction. I think Bungie knows what the heck they're doing, and <laughs> I'm going to say that Lightfall gets a 86. So it's going to be a very solid expansion. A lot of people liked Witch Queen at launch. I know that they've soured a little bit since then, but they always—I feel like they always deliver at the launch of the expansions for the most part. So I'm going to say 80. I forget what I said. Did I say 87? You said 86. 86. 86. Yep. That's it. <laughs> and just for uh, posterity here, Witch Queen received an 87. Upon its release. Oh, that's that's fair. Ooh, I am gonna go with. <laughs> oh God, I I don't want to be like I'm copying you, Dan, but it's no, like I it's those are like the 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 range that it would be in, I think as well. So I'm gonna go with 89 for myself. There if it gets go. 80, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it gets over over 90. But um. Yeah, like just like what Dan said, like when they launch the the expansion, everybody's playing it, everybody's hyped, people love it, and then the season continues, and then they're like, okay, they get a little sour on it, but that doesn't matter. Sure, what matters is the uh, the initial uh, buzz. That's, so yeah, that's always how it goes. Like that yeah. first week, it's like this is the best Destiny expansion ever, and yes. then a month later, it's like, man, when are we getting some new content? I'm already exactly. tired of grinding. <laughs> or when is yeah. the raid dropping? Yeah, but. That first week is is pretty key. Uh, I'm just gonna play the game and just yeah. do what? What are the prices right game? I'm gonna do 87. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> That's spot on. We got mm -hmm. uh, Kurok in the chat saying over 9,000. I'm not sure if he's talking about light nice. bulbs, but that's nice. wow. That's insane. It's over 9,000. <laughs> uh, and we got Tyler and, and Glenn fighting that. in our YouTube chat. By the way, uh -oh. so about what? <laughs> Sun, well, Who's Sons the of the kisser? Forest and Teletubbies unit, and we've got all <laughs> so kinds much. of stuff going on in the chat. I don't even know. We can't keep That's track fantastic. of them. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Let's move over into March. We've got two huge games coming out this month. 
the first of which is a, a sequel to uh, a game I very much enjoyed, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I don't like the, I don't love the naming scheme, but whatever. I'm very excited to see what Cal Kessis is up to, and this launches March seventeenth. <coughs> and I'm up, huh? Hmm? Um, from what I've read about this game, uh, it seems like they're really doubling down on the Metroidvania aspect of it. People didn't like that for the first one. I personally really did. And I think Respawn is going to improve a lot of the jank that, uh, that Fallen Order had. Uh, and I don't know. I think, I think it's going to deliver a pretty great story. Uh, I don't think it's going to change the world or light the world on fire by any, ask, by any means. But I, I do think it's going to be a strong sequel. Um, I'm going to sit at an 84. Oh, man. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 78 for this one. Oh, wow! Lower sure. than Fallen Order, bro says. Is that lower? Yeah. Yeah, I... 79 was Fallen Order. Oh, well, I already said it, but yeah. Um, you can change it. It's still your turn. I don't know. I I I, I have a feeling in my bones. I'm gonna go with 70. Yeah. yeah, don't really have a, a, a super good reason besides I don't know. Like mm-hmm. the the things that I didn't like about Fallen Order, I feel like are still going to be there, and people are going to be mad about that or upset about that. Sure, but, yeah. I respect I it, dude. Yeah. Daniel, Respawn has never made a bad game. This game, eighty five, eighty five. It's going to be good. Eighty five, going to be good. Tom right. Fight, Tom Fight. Titanfall 2, boys, where are we at? For the love of God, please make the final two bosses not ridiculously insane on normal difficulty, though, Respawn. My goodness. Here's, here's what you do. Play better. No. <laughs> Actually, I'm <laughs> sorry. The, the second to last boss was the hardest one. The last one wasn't as bad. Second to last. Oof. Just push the buttons better. Yeah. Mm. Huge game. Daniel. One of your favorite games of all time, getting a remake. This is Resident Evil 4 remake coming out March 24th, and I am very excited. Yes, so very excited. This is the year of amazing remakes. I feel it in my bones, Dead Space, and then this. Uh, Yes, of course, this is my favorite Resident Evil (laughs) of all time, so I am going to say that this game surpasses Resident Evil 2 remake. Wow. Yeah. For the best remake that Capcom's ever made, which that game got 89 on Metacritic, or was that the original? I don't even know if that's, hmm. I don't know if that's the original or if that's the new one, but, oh, the new one got 91. Okay. Wow. I'm going to go out and say 92 for Resident Evil 4 remake. There we go. Yeah, uh, Ro. Um, I'm going to go with... High 80s, 88 for this one. Um, what do you guys think about the them keeping the the campiness of the original? They got to do that, right? Like, and, yeah, it's, yeah, it seems like they kind of are. You you have to, I think. For have you played? Have you finished RE4, Ro? I haven't finished I it. No, finish it no. no. But there's mm-hmm. like there's certain things it, that I I've seen that I I have uh, played. 
in that game that are like so ridiculous that I would love to see well, remade, but at the same time, would they do it? RE2 remake was campy to an extent, not as much, but it, it but it really worked for RE2 remake. Just like a taint, like there's like a presence of it looming, but it's it's not leaning into it all the way. Uh, I think RE4 is going to do something very similar, and I think it, it might work for it because I know they're changing the palette to be a lot scarier. But I think from what I've heard from like various trailers and stuff, and just talking online, still an element of it. It's just a little bit more, but suppressed, I guess I'd say. So I don't know. The thing that I guess I'm worried about and why I wouldn't do over the the 90 for for my prediction is that it's just it's one of those games that people love so much that if you change <laughs> even the slightest thing that people might get upset about um but if they're able to nail it then then perfect then it, it will probably get over that 90 90 square yeah dan i'm, I'm with you i think this game is going to do really well i think it's uh, i think the changes are going to make to it um while not major i think will be enough to justify the remake um and for it to be and like as quality that RE2 remake was, but for RE4, um, and I am sitting at a 91. What I wrote down. Wow. Same, same as Resident Evil 2 remake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real good. We have a sequel to a game we thought would never come out, <laughs> but here it is in April. Dead Island 2, April 28th. Now I know nothing about Dead Island. I I completely skipped it. It wasn't a game that interested me. Deadline 2 didn't even care about. And when it released, I was like, whatever. Okay, who gives a shit, you know? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so it's, this is going to be another game I'm talking out of my ass. Uh, I think it's hard because this game got a lot riding for it. Like, it was supposed to release a long time ago. Like, can you live up to the hype is, is obviously, like, a, a huge question. I think they can for them, like, for the most part. But it's also a game that's kind of in the past a little bit. And that might... That might hurt it. So I'm sitting actually at a at a high 70, 77. Mm. Yeah, I think it's going to get. Oh, <laughs> I think it's going to get uh, an 80. Go with 80. Wow. You know, I think I think it'll. It's been in development for so long. I really hope that they're able to, to deliver. I, based on the, I think, I don't know. I, I liked what I saw. I'm, I'm also not a huge Dead, Dead Island person either. So when they did reveal it, I was like, oh, great. The, the game that, that they said they were making is, is being made. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, I thought the trailer looked fun. And I think Dead Island fans will like it. And I think that's most important that the fans like it. This game has been in development by at least three different developers now and has been oh, in God. development for a long time. <laughs> Restarted multiple times. I'm not seeing this game above a 74. So yeah. that's what I'm putting it at. Uh, I think the first game was good. I don't think anything special in the first game. I think Techland went on to make... Uh, um, what's the parkour zombie game? Dying Light. Dying Light, yes, thank you. Techland went on to make Dying Light, which is, in my opinion, a better game than that game, that series. Uh, so I don't think it was it, it has that much foundation as it is. And the developer making Dead Island 2 is the same developer who made Homefront the Revolution, which was not received Ooh, well. Not a, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm saying 74, and I might even Gosh. be a little bit too optimistic with that. Uh, now, granted, 
the stuff we've seen from Dead Island 2, I feel like looks neat. So there's a possibility there. You guys might might be right. Let's move on over to one of the most anticipated games ever created. This is Zelda, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, T-O-T-K, as I like to say, in May, May 12th. Cannot wait. Will it live up to the hype of being a sequel to one of the most anticipated games ever? I mean, one of the best games ever made, period. One of the most influential games ever made, period. Damn, what we thinking? I mean, that's an impossible task, I feel like. <laughs> uh, Nintendo can do it. I I think you, you, they could absolutely they absolutely could uh it's tough it's tough because that is such a high bar to hit I would love to say that it's going to do better than Breath of the Wild I just don't know that I could say that because it's a very high bar to hit I'm going to say 95 for oh, the kingdom You are very close to what I what I wrote down Nice Oh man, <laughs> I think they could do it. I think they could uh, meet or surpass the expectations. Um, I, I really hope they they do. Um, I mean, they just have to do Breath of the Wild, but just a little bit cooler. But and I think, but, and I think that's possible. Like, I just agree, yeah, just yeah. just fix the things that you that people didn't like, which was very little things in uh, Breath of the Wild's the original. <laughs> and in Tears of the Kingdom, just uh, improve upon those things. And I think you already have a better game. And I think that's, I think that's an easy, it's not easy to make a video game, but I feel like the, the problems with Breath of the Wild were so minuscule that you can improve upon it pretty easily and have a great game. And uh, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say 97 for me. Oh, bro, that is the exact Metacritic score for Breath of the Wild. Oh. And, and okay, I was for, hoping I was going over, but never mind. <laughs> right, the, the exact same, which is still fucking high, dude. Ninety-seven—that's insane. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. the thing for me is that, um, like, if I said I just want Breath of the Wild again, like that would be a great game. Yes. No doubt. But do we really want? I guess I do kind of want that again. <laughs> no, no, you, you run into I know what you're saying. Like, well, though, I'm, yeah. I've already played this game. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like. And will reviewers like downgrade it if it is that exactly? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But I, I think I think Nintendo is smart enough that that, that like how Rose said they are going to make these kind of smaller changes to to both the gameplay um, as well as tone. Like it's going to be a darker tone. Like you know, right. Ocarina of Time into Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask was not as received well as Ocarina of Time, uh, but Majora's Mask is still one of the best games ever made. I think it's going to be the, pretty similar, um, but not as stark of a difference between these two. I think the biggest critique tears of the kingdom is going to get is that it's a late switch title so you may get some performance issues breath of the wild already had some performance issues but because it was a new system we're kind of okay with just kind of dismissing pop-in or various kind of frame rate issues like whatever you know it's, it's okay uh but for a late switch game that might not pass uh regardless i still think this is going to be one of the best games ever made on this console so i am slightly below dan at a 94 All very good scores, by the way. Yes. Yeah, we're yeah, all in the nights here. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I'm so excited. And Christian said, like, I, I think Nintendo was smart enough to to fix uh, the issues. And, and and while I agree, there's so many cases where they don't do it. Even in this case, I, I believe sure. that they will. But it's like, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh my god, Nintendo might not do those things. <laughs> Even though it's Zelda, though, it's like they 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 really want to make Zelda. Uh, uh, right, so I, I believe that they will make the changes, but 
there's always that that voice in the back of your head is like it's nintendo though they might not <laughs> oh man here's an interesting one rocksteady's latest entry into the dc games suicide squad kill the justice league releasing may 26th who's going first on this one i already forgot is it you. me yes damn i really did not want to go first for this one <laughs> i don't know i I think the biggest thing for me is is actually not story related because I think they'll do a great story. To me, it's actually the combat. Um, from that one video we've seen, I wasn't completely sold on it. Granted, it's been a while since then, so they they might have found more of the fun in it. I'm. It still looks like it like it plays like a multiplayer game, and that's not what I'm looking for. I don't know if that's what a lot of players are necessarily looking for. Gotham Knights obviously didn't do well, but that was mostly due to like uh, performance issues and just overall like lack of doing anything innovative rock city i have more faith in so i think it's going to be higher than um gotham knights but not as high and not as as high as some of the batman games which which changed um what like superhero games could be you know that the comet style was very influential will this be i'm not completely sold but i still think it's gonna be a, a pretty great game i'm sitting i'll just do the middle i'll do 85 Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with, ooh, I'm going to go with 83 for this one. I, I, I think Rocksteady sure. has a, has a, has a good track record with their other games. Um, combat is, I think one of their strong suits, but like you were saying, Christian, I, I, the, just something about what we've seen so far does worry me a little bit too. And I think it's like the same problem that we had with Avengers where some characters feel great and others are just like not fun to play at all. And I can see that being an issue where like, oh wow, Harley Quinn is so good to play, but everybody else sucks. So that brings it down a little bit, but that's that's the only thing that I'm worried about. But I, I feel like Rocksteady will be able to pull it off in the end. So for me, I, th I think, oh God, I've already forgot what I said. I think 83. <laughs> you said 83, <laughs> yes. Okay, I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Well, guys, Daniel. do you hear that? I am vengeance. You farted? I am the knight. I'm sorry. I'm so I, I, think I, hear it. I think I hear it. I am Batman. You guys can't oh, hear it, but the audience oh, could hear it. And that is why <laughs> this game is going to get an 88 overall. Kevin wow. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, man, he really died. Uh, and dude. I like Rock said he like they've got to like come on, man. It's rock steady. Come on. We we got the pieces put it together. Let's just do it. I'm still predicting we play as the Justice League towards the end of the game. Got to fight cool. Brainiac somehow. That'd be cool. First small segment. Hold on, I got to text back this baddie real quick. <laughs> baddie. Where's the drool emoji on this keyboard? I've been looking for it for like 2 minutes. I can't find it. I'm about to move on here and then go back in a oh, second. Kirik uh, is Batman, by the way. Shout out oh, Batman. Shout out Kirik. Oh, yeah. We're going to speed up a little bit for the sake of time. Um, we're now into June. We've got Street Fighter VI coming out June 2nd. A lot of changes to the Street Fighter universe in this game. Uh, and very anticipated by the uh, fighting game fans. I think it's Daniel, back to you. Yes, Street Fighter VI. I don't know much about it, but I'm going to throw out a guess of 80. Street Fighter VI. Boom. I like it. I'm going to go with 84 for my guess. 84. 
I was hoping you guys would talk a bit, just a bit more, so I could find the. Oh, I found the jewel okay. emoji. <laughs> There we go. And now I'll play the game. I'll do right in the middle, 82. Because I, I, don't, I don't know if the, all these changes are going to work uh, for everybody. You know, I think it's people are going to some people are going to love it. Some people might not like it as much. Uh, yeah. So that might drag it down. But I think it's going to be overall just a pretty great, pretty great game regardless. So, I mean, low 80s. Great score, I'd say. I like how we said we we're not going to rate games too highly, and we're doing all 80s again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a good list of games. So I mean, we far. had some 70s in there. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Dan, you have to talk to me about this next one, Diablo 4, coming out June 6. I know you're really excited about this. Oh, yes. Very, very excited. Um, I think Diablo 4 has the potential to do very well, uh, especially since Diablo 3 didn't launch too well. I think that was the one with the store that people flipped out on. Uh, right. So... I'm thinking Diablo 4 hits 90. What? Sorry. What? I didn't want you to go yet because it's supposed oh, to be me, isn't it? Shoot. It's snake. Whoops. All right, well, late. Dan says 90. Yeah, it's too late. Too late. Sorry, uh, I forgot. <laughs> I'm a bit high. I, I, wrote down, I wrote it down before you said it. 91. Oh, wow. That's, that's my guess. Okay. I'm going to go 80, 88 for me. I hate you guys. It's too <laughs> close. <laughs> uh, come on here, dude. PS5 only game. Only one of the most anticipated games coming out this year. Final Fantasy 16. Come on. June 22nd. I almost forgot to read the date. In snake order, back to you. Dan is going to guess first. Man. Final Fantasy is not my strong suit, but I'm going to throw out a left field guess of 83. That is lower than I thought. Okay. (laughs) I'm probably way off base. It it could definitely happen. Definitely happen. I mean, Final Fantasy 14 was super hyped, and then people played it. And And look at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Sure. Sure. I liked it though. I loved it a lot. Um, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I think it's higher too, Christian. I think it's going to get a. I'm going to go. <laughs> I keep saying this number. I think it's going to get 88 for me. Yeah, you do keep saying this number. I do keep saying that number. What are you, <laughs> so, I mean, it's got to be right one of the times, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they killed a chocobo on screen. I mean, come on. I was gonna be a little bit smarter and just uh, go down a little bit, but I think I'm gonna I'm gonna vote with my heart here and say, no, I think they nail it story wise. I think they nail it gameplay wise, and I think it's gonna be one of the highest rated games of the year for PlayStation or I guess gaming period. I guess maybe uh, I'm gonna do one higher than you wrote, 89. Ooh. Okay, sorry, I'm working with the doc here. Uh, now we're into the TBAs. Uh, these are games that don't have uh, a release date, but we know, or I guess, okay, I included one. There's a couple in here that may slip in 2024, but for now, I think via the Game Informer website, these were all written for 2023, so we're going to include them here as well. We're going to start with Alan Wake 2. I'm not huge on Alec Wink one. Like I enjoyed it. I don't think it's Remedy's best. I, I think Control, to be honest, is, is my favorite. Um, so I don't know how this is going to do on modern platforms. I can't see it in the high 80s, to be honest. I think it's going to be in the low 80s. So I'm sitting at 83. 
Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 86 for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think Remedies has been really, com- and like Christian said, Control was fantastic. And I think they've really, uh, yeah, starting to level up their game. I'm hoping Alan Wake is just a continuation of that. Because I, I know not everybody liked this one, but I, I really liked uh, Quantum Break as well. And I just think it's yes. just been really good ever since uh, Ever since I know people didn't like the TV thing, which I can understand. But the gameplay part of it, I thought was really Which I loved that about Quantum Break. I thought that Quantum was cool, Break. too. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that was yeah. great. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely closer with you on this row. Uh, I'm thinking 85, just like respawns never ba- made a bad game. Remedy has never made a bad game. So 85. I mean, what was that one? No, hold on. What was oh. that like sci-fi game they made? Maybe it is quantum break. Like crazy? Re- remedy? No, it no. probably was not remedy. Five oh five? No, they're the publisher. Ah, eh, whatever. I'll do with this later. <laughs> I'm curious now, though. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm getting confused with another game, but I'll, when I find out, I'll, I'll let you guys know okay. privately. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the gods themselves from software. We've got Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon releasing. I think Daniel is up first. Yes, Daniel. I know you're not a from software guy, but I'm make you, I'm gonna make you guess a a, <laughs> a critic score anyway. Uh, well, before I do that, uh, Kirik says I gave Control a 65 out of 100, and he says he prefers Alan Wake over Control. Oh. I didn't know well, the Batman could be so wrong. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> think I agree with that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kirik. Um, what am I gonna give Armored Core? A pass. 90. I'm going to say 90. Oh, no! What? <laughs> what have you done? What happened? This is, this, is, this is exactly what I wrote, too, so now i got to change it. Oh. <laughs> That's pretty good, then, I guess. I thought what you were thinking. Um, yeah, I think, for me, I'm going to go with... Oh, man. I'm going to go with an 87. I think... Hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I just don't think it's going to be the 90 range for me. And I think it's just because I think people will know what to expect, I hope. But I th- uh, there's always always a t- thing that it's like it's not a Dark Souls game. And yes. maybe that could bring it not bring it down, but the audience is definitely different. So we'll see how that ends out with the reviews as well. I think reviewers will know that it's not a Dark Souls game, that it's very much an Armored Core game, so those expectations will be in check before they start going into it. Uh, and I think the lessons they've learned from the Soul series, a little bit of that DNA in it, and of course the Sekiro uh, director uh, uh, being the head of Armored Core 6 is going to really elevate the series and revitalize the series and give it uh, a nice bump. Won't be for everyone. Might not even be for me. But I think it's going to be just right for the Armor Core fans. So I'm, I'll bump mine up just one and do a 91. Speaking of Assassin's Creed, from way earlier, <laughs> we've got Assassin's Creed Mirage supposedly on the docket for 2023. This is a return to formula for Assassin's Creed games. Are they going to nail it, Daniel? 
Is it me though? Actually, let, let me make a suggestion. How about we let Road go first because he hasn't gotten any first. Picks. Oh, you're right. You know so, what, Dan? Yeah. Thank you, Road. You're going first. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> I'll go first. Thank you. Um, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah, based on kind of what we were talking about earlier, I'm not too confident that it will hit, but it is. It is what we were asking for them to go back to what we really like about Assassin's Creed. But will they deliver? And I say nay. They give us nice. a, a a seventy three game. Ooh! Wow! <laughs> Woo! Yes. And then Ubisoft closes and everybody cries. No, I'm joking. I'm kidding. I hope everybody survives and makes a great game next time. But not this one. This one won't be it. And I have nothing to go on, just besides my gut. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I haven't seen fine. the game we yet. Haven't but seen yeah. much. We've seen one picture. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's fair. By description alone, Christian, I think I am. Mm very excited for this so i will go ahead and jump in here mirage 85 just by what they're telling us i'm hoping it's gonna gonna nail the head on the i don't know head on something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) and and i'm split the difference i think it's gonna be just what people wanted for a lot of people i think it's gonna be not enough change for for others and so i'm sitting at 81 which is still a pretty great game but some some reviews might might not like it as much Uh, another game that I don't think will launch this year, but again, Game Informer had it on their calendar. We're going to do it on ours. This is Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, and Ro, you are lucky enough to go be going first again. Since you have to go first. Um, how do we get out of this, this snake? Is it always going to be me first? Or I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. Uh, I think this is going to be one of those games that are re- that's just really pretty, but it sucks to play. Mm. So I'm going to say 71 for Avatar. There's going to be like all those Ubisoft stuff that people are tired of, but it looks gorgeous. It's like, oh my god, there's nothing to do. You can mm. capture the mm. trees. Those are the towers. Oh. <laughs> you know, but it would be really cool if it was like a, a focused story game. Mm, yes. But Ubisoft doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, I'm not going off of very much because maybe they'll show it and it'll be like fantastic, but I have a feeling it's going to be a, a watchdog situation. Sure. Dan, you ready for this? I'm going to say. No, oh, I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you ready for me to take my guess? Yes, go for it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. 68. Oh. oh. Wow. We hate Avatar here. Well. <laughs> Well, there it is. Do we? I don't think I do. No. I I enjoy getting high and going to the movies. <laughs> we hate Ubisoft here. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I think I'm a little bit higher on this than you guys. Uh, this is the developer that made the Division, which I feel like is a solid game. I, think, I feel like they'll figure out you know the a, a decent basis. So I'm gonna say 73. Not bad. Not bad. Moving on. Do we think this game will launch this year? I don't think so. We already have another Final Fantasy game coming out in the summer. However, when we look at what they said last, when they announced this game and then Crisis Core, they said, Crisis Core is this winter. Rebirth is next winter. Crisis Core, and we're like, oh, what do we mean by that? Winter does go into January, February, right? They released it in December. Now, Rebirth can still slip in 2024, but again, this is on this calendar on Game Informer. We'll include it here. 
on our calendar. This is Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, the sequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake. And of course, Rose is going to go first again. <laughs> um, if it does come out this year, um, I think they want to hit that, by the way. I think they want it to come out this year. I, do- I don't think they want it to slip into early next year. I think it'll be... I mean, but then again, like you said, there is a Final Fantasy 16 coming out in June. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a tough one, but I, I think they, they want it to come out this year, um, like Crisis Core did. But I think this is going to be a freaking amazing game. Going to get a 92 for me. Oh. Let's go! <laughs> Daniel? Of course, everyone knows Final Fantasy, my strong suit. So <laughs> I'm going to say a 90. What did you say, Ro? I said 92. I'm going to say 91. 91. Just to, I'm just going to trap you there. <laughs> Christian's going to pick 93, and then we'll really trap you there. Well, originally I was in the high 80s. Um But the Kevin Diaz effect is real. And I think he's influencing my body right now. And I think Rebirth is going to be a little bit surprising in the way it shifts whatever current timeline this iteration of 7 is going. And that, I think that might be enough to elevate the score just a little bit into the 90s as well. Because you, you guys have picked some low 90s. I want to meet you right in the middle and guess 91. Right in between you both. A little, a little pizza and sandwich. <laughs> Daniel, we're gonna go first with you because you are the Xbox guy. We're finally getting another entry in this series with Forza Motorsport. Talk to me. Forza Motorsport, always high quality. Obviously, Horizon's been doing well lately. Um, Forza Motorsport re—it's essentially a reboot. <sighs> I'm going to say 89. That is high. Yes. But not as high as Horizon. Horizon's been doing, it's been killing it. I'm going to give it 85. That is lower than I was expecting. I, I think it's a. I mean, that's one like that's one of them like Xbox is like mainstays of the series, right? Like Horizons game do well enough, but this is like come on. Like proper Forza Motorsport. I think on the on the new series console. I think I might do a bit better than that row. I think 89 might be a bit too high. I'm going one lower at I'm at 88. I'm going DeLorean mode. <laughs> Gotta go back in time. <laughs> oh boy let's move on let's move on to look who the, the we sequel. have here tell me you tell me oh 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 <laughs> uh, we have a sequel to one of the greatest games ever made one of the best games i've ever played in my entire life a game that got me through it hollow knight silk song who's going first because i don't know i don't know the snake thing anymore i'll say you go first okay thank you um, I think this is going to do better than the original Hollow Knight. Uh, and I am sitting at a 93. I think this is going to blow a lot of people away. Wow. Oh, yeah. Inshallah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 
Oh man, yeah, I <laughs> I gotta go with ninety two. I'm not even gonna explain. <laughs> like, I think this is going to be a fantastic game as well. I don't know the Metacritic score for uh, Hollow Knight original, but I'm assuming it's in the high nine or low nineties as well. Um, but yeah, I, I I can't imagine them fumbling this and it being below that. I think it's just going to be just as amazing. I'm gonna say ninety. So I'll give us a one point buffer there, row between Thank us. You. Thank you. Appreciate it. And that is uh, exactly what Hollow Knight received uh, on 90. Its... Yeah, so it'll be the same. Bro, you said 91? Or no, 92? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I was someone asked me about hotels in Portland, so I had to respond. Oh. I wonder why. I wonder why indeed. We got another <laughs> sequel here to uh very surprising game here when it launched. It was fantastic. Will this game do better? And they did promise it is coming this year. We were talking about Insomniac's Marvel's Spider-Man 2. I think it's only fair Rogo's first. <laughs> Marvel's Spider-Man is sitting at a... One second. I got this. A 87 on Metacritic right now. Mm, mm. Um... I'm going to go with it gets an 89. Oh, you motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you let me go first. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I think, it, I think it will be better. I, I am a little bit curious as to how they make Peter Parker feel as good as Miles does. Them. And, if they, and I think they will be able to do it. But ever since I played uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, I was like, wow, this is just so much more fun. I love Spider-Man, but Miles just plays so much more uh, fun. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, well, I mean, to see he's how got they... the exaggerated swagger. Exactly, exactly. I won't finish that sentence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they got the hip hop walk from uh, for for spoken. Stop. Enough. <laughs> enough. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm excited to see how Insomniac elevates Peter Parker's uh, combat, and I'm sure they'll do the same for Miles as well. So, so excited for that game. Dan, I'm gonna go next, and you're gonna go first on the next one. Okay. 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 Ninety. Wow. Whoa. I want to I explain it. Wow. <laughs> say it. 90. 90. 90. Daniel. That's literally what I was going to pick. So I'm going to pick 91. And oh. the reason is Correct. when you combine Miles Morales and Peter Parker. My goodness. My goodness. Hmm. And Venom in it. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Same. Okay. Next one Redfall. Who's excited? I'm not. Some people are. <laughs> Dan might be. Tell me about it. You're not excited? Uh, I'm, I mean, Arcane's done some great freaking games, so I'm excited because of that. Fair. Um, Fair. I, I feel like we still haven't gotten a deep look at it yet, so I, I, I want to reserve until I see you know, the showcase, but I'm, I'm optimistic for it. Arcane doing some good stuff. I'm going to say an 86 for Redfall. Bro, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, thinking low 80s for me. So 83. Arcane. They they did. Uh, I'm trying to remember what they did. Dishonored, Dishonored right? Yep. And prey and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking low 80s for me on this one. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little bit cynical. This is their first co-op game. We know Deathloop had multiplayer aspects, and that was great. But we don't know how it works in a in a in a co-op game. 
And I'm just going to guess. I'm, I'm sure it'll be a great game. Uh, I'm going to guess 79. That'd because... be, I think that would be maybe their lowest rated game. Even Prey? What's Prey at? 79. Low 80s, isn't it? Oh, okay. oh, oh. <laughs> a month is something. A month is something. I guess it depends on platform because there's 82 on PC and 79 on PS4. Mm. I'm not sure why there's two different scores, but I love Prey. Oh, that game is great. Mm-hmm. You know, also I love this franchise. Oh, I didn't write it on here, but I wrote it in my thing. So I skipped one here. Oh. Uh, this is this is a sequel to, I think, also one of the coolest games I've ever played. Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Yes. Who's going first? Uh, I think it would be Christian. <laughs> <laughs> One hundred. <laughs> I'm kidding. One hundred and one. This is difficult, man. This is difficult. Eighty-nine. I will say eighty-nine, huh? <laughs> I'm gonna say eighty-four. Just looked it up. Hellblade 1 was 88. Oh. It launched. On Xbox. Uh, sure. Which it launched on PS4 at 81, I think. Thank you for that. Yes. Correction. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Uh huh. And the PC right. has 83. It's all over the place. <laughs> What's happening? And it's on Switch at an 80. Oh my goodness. There's <laughs> a VR edition at 87. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a VR edition. Wow. Yeah, me either. I'm on this right now. Huh. We might all be right, depending on <laughs> the it's platform. True. That's true. Oh. That's funny. Is I it, think you're next, Dan. Is it me? Okay. Um, yeah. It's difficult, because I feel like Xbox got a higher score because there's less reviews for it since it had already released. So I'm going to say 80. Wait, what did you say, Ro? 84. Okay, I didn't want to pick the same as you. So I'm going to say 83. Mm. Mm. Lower. Okay. We've got three more games to go. We've almost made it through. Stalker 2. Another highly anticipated game. Not for me personally. I've never played the Stalker games. I don't know much about them. Daniel, can you speak? I've, I've never played them, but this one looks really cool. I'm very excited for it. Uh, hopefully the game actually gets finished this year. Uh, obviously, there's still some unrest in uh, Ukraine due in to Ukraine, the yeah. psychopath named Vladimir Putin. Uh, but uh, hopefully uh, they're able to get this game finished. Um, and I'm thinking 84. Nice. Yeah, I think this uh, this game looks really, really good. Um, I'm going to say 80, 81 for me. Low 80s. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a stalker guy either. But um, yeah, the trailer that I, I, I've seen made it look really cool to me. Yeah, I'm not a... Yeah, 
I don't know if I will be either. I, I think I might check this one out, to be honest. I think especially because Gage is really excited about it. It could be a lot of fun. Um, I'm at low 80s as well. I'll just play the game here. I'll do 83, one lower than Daniel. Nice. I like it. Now, this next one is just for me. Possibly Ro. I actually think Ro's really into it as well. Oh, yeah. So this is just for me and Ro. Stellar Blade, <laughs> previously known as... Ooh, what was it? Oh, God. Pro Project, Project Eve. Something. Project Eve, Project yeah. Eve. I, I can't wait, dude. Are you, are you fucking kidding me? Action adventure game with like a sci-fi setting. Super sexy protagonist that I'm looking <laughs> respectfully at. Um, I don't wait. think it's going to set the world on fire, but what, what's up? Tell me, tell me, tell me. This is hilarious. I have to say this before you guys do your predictions for this. Uh, Kirik says, I'm a stalker guy, but my ex isn't thrilled about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. nice. Good one. Good one. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, Kirik. Ro, would you like to go first on this one? Sure. Um, I agree that I won't set the world on fire, but I think the people who play it are really, really going to like it. I think it's going to be one of those awesome ac character action games that people are going to be like, mm -hmm. did you play Stellar Blade? It's like, yeah, I did. So freaking people will talk about it uh, in the future. So I think it's going to get a 88. I love that wow. number, dude. I love that number so much. You do. <laughs> I'm a little bit lower on you. I think some things are going to probably not be super worried about it. I think there's going to be some criticisms, and that's fine. I think for the most part, I think it'll still be a great game. A little bit lower at an 85 for me. 85. God, I'm so excited for this game. You want me to throw a guess on there? <laughs> okay. 79. Shot in the dark. And I can see that, I can see that happening as well. Yeah. It's definitely one of those we don't have a history on the development, just going, yeah, what you've mm -hmm. seen so far and just hoping that it hits or, yeah. Our last game, a game that Gage thinks is, is releasing before the first half of the year. <laughs> Long anticipated so. game. In a month or so, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is Bethesda's Starfield. Mm. I'm let you know right now before I give my guess. I don't think it's going to be that high. I'm letting you know right now. And I think the complete opposite. I think it's going to do <laughs> very me. well. Uh, Bethesda Game Studios, another one of those developers that doesn't make bad games, Christian. Of course, Fallout 76 <laughs> has... Wait, now, now, wait a minute. Fallout 76 is not Todd Howard's team. That is a different okay. team. Okay. So Didn't know that. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, their last game was Fallout 4. I think this game is going to be fantastic. Um... I don't know if it'll hit in the 90s because I, I don't. Bethesda games never hit. Bethesda Game Studios games never hit in the 90s. So I'm going to say it will hit 88 Starfield. DeLorean mode. <laughs> Bro. Um, I'm going to go with. Ooh, I, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm going to. I'm just going to say 79. 70 what? 79. Bitch. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I not too we got to see more and what we've seen so far. I think I I think I would enjoy this game, but I don't think it's going to hit the highs that people are expecting it, it to. I I agree. I think there's going to be quite possibly a lot of jank with a a game of of this scope and size. Uh I think it's going to be a lot of kind of weird stuff around like the, the with the missions and um, the kind of routes that you have to take with whatever your like the starting classes are, I think there might 
you know, the shipbuilding and or the base building might not be for everyone. There's a number of things that might might just hold it back. Uh, I'm just speculating here. Um, I don't think it's going to be lower than 79, though, so I'm kind of screwed on that front. So I'll do one higher. <laughs> I'll do 80. Yeah. And I, and I again, I hope Dan is right because I, I, I am, I'm definitely going to play sure. this game. This looks like something that I would enjoy, and all the stuff that Christian just said, the base building, all that stuff, like hell yeah, I want to do that stuff. So I hope it hits because it'll be fun. I just don't, I just don't think it'll. And there will absolutely be jank there. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but like Fallout Four, Fallout Three. Fallout New Vegas, all those games had jank and they still did very True. well. And so what? And so what? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what's your point, Dan? So did Pokemon and that game scored <laughs> lower. Yeah. You know, that didn't do me anything. True. Why did Bethesda get the pass? No. Yeah. I'm, just, I, I'm just asking the questions here. From, well, the rest of the game. It's a, ooh, it's a complete, ooh, it's ooh. A complete <laughs> picture. <laughs> oh, man. That is it for our Metacritic predictions. We have a couple of mentions that I wrote down. I'm not. I'm just gonna read through them if that's okay. If you want, if you want to stop me and say something about them, please. If not, I'm just gonna just keep blasting through for the sake of time. Honorable mentions: games that I'm excited about, we're excited about, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Don't worry about predictions here, lads. We're just gonna say them. Wanted Dead releasing Valentine's Day, 2023. Can't wait. Me and Ro, baby. For all you freaks out there, Octopath Traveler 2 comes out February 24th. <laughs> For all you freaks out there again, Wolong Fallen Dynasty releasing March 3rd. <laughs> For all you horny freaks out there, Bayonetta Origins, Teresa <laughs> and the Lost Demon comes out March 17th. Uh, Horizon DLC coming out, The Burning Shores coming out April 19th. Baldur's Gate 2 finally getting its official launch later 2023. Whoa! Is that nostalgia I see? Bomb Rush Cyberpunk coming out this year again we haven't seen in like two or three years finally getting released it this year goodbye volcano high a sequel to uh andy cortez's one of his favorite indie games hyperlight breaker another like a dragon game like a dragon guided the man who erased his name game i'm excited about indie darling we got to look at uh this game once i forget at which conference but this is pacific drive it looks very cool Nintendo dropping Pikmin 4. Not for me, but for a lot of people. So I figured I'd put that into honorable mentions. This game finally getting a release date. She Dreams Elsewhere. Or, sorry, release year. Coming out this year. Uh, a game that I think most of us are excited about. Replaced, which looks really cool. And then Routine, which also looks really cool. And Routine is the side-scrolling uh, 2D game. 2D action game. Skate Story. I should put Skate 4 in here, by the way. I don't know if that's releasing this year, but let's just assume. Skate Store and Skate 4. Two skate games, just for me. Uh, I still don't know how to pronounce this, but it's uh, S uh, Zebrot, which is just a Russian 80s-style, PS1-style racing game, which looks really cool and looks right up my alley. Uh, Souls-inspired 2D action game, Nine Souls. Uh, and then I'm just, I just wrote this down because it's the year manifestations. I hope this comes out uh, this year. This is No Codes, Silent Hill, Townfall, which I can't wait to eventually play in the future. Hell yeah. There you have it. 2023 games, man. There's a lot of great games coming out this year. A Space for the Unbound coming out mm. soon, too. Cool. Yeah. I, dude, there's so many games that I just, like, I had to skip for the sake of time. Yeah, there's yeah. a ton. And these are just the announced games. There's still a lot of stuff we don't even oh, yeah. know about. We still have half the year yeah. uh, we left off, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Insane. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Insane indeed. No, this is insane. The membrane. <laughs> the closing of the insane. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that's a good. One. I'll give you that one, <laughs> <laughs> folks. That's it. That's it for this episode, one seventy three. Thank you again to everyone joining us live on YouTube and Twitch, as well as podcast services everywhere, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Not Stitcher, and everywhere else you get your podcast. Look forward for Fantasy Critic next week. Thank you to everyone listening. Thank you, Ro. Thank you, Gage, who's working diligently. Thank you, me, for hosting. I'm so good. Thank you, Daniel, for being all around. Stand-up guy. Eh? And this has been PXN, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. Yeah. Ooh. See ya. See ya.